calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast, podcast number 114. Uh, that is exciting. Is that exciting? Yeah. Why not? Good. Well, Chris, you're excited. Yeah, I am. Is that because you're back on the podcast after a little leave of absence? Yes. I've missed I've missed it and I've missed you all. Oh, we missed oh, you. That's nice. That's nice. And I'm in a really good mood today, so Ooh. bring it on. That's because you're going to go and get battered tonight. Yeah. Why are you so happy, Chris? Well, I'm happy. Um, well, Adam's going to introduce us all first. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're also joined by Tom Butler. Hello. And Daniel Kruper. Hello. Why are you happy? Because I've got a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Muppet. I hate to keep that's, talk- not, that's not nice to speak about Daniel that way. <laughs> so, I hate to keep talking about the Muppets every week. But yeah, I went to, on holiday to New York last week and I went to FAO Schwartz, the big toy shop made famous by Big. Oh, good. Did you go on the piano? I didn't. No, I've, I've, I've went and looked at it. But I didn't go on it. It's just about forty kids lined up to go on it. You don't oh, want to really? be. You don't want to be an adult. I don't think. You can to do buy it one of those big piano things in like the early learning centre. I know that I can't say in case she listens. But my daughter might have one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> she does listen every now and then. You know. <laughs> How old's your daughter, Alex? 11, uh, 18 months. That's, that's her demographic. <laughs> oh, she's grown up with the podcast, hasn't she? Oh she dear, has, yeah. she's going to have a long term, long term listener. Yeah. Maybe she'll listen back to these one day and go, my daddy. Long time listener. I really hope which not. Which is yeah. university. <laughs> I really hope not. Long time listener, first time finger painter. <laughs> finger painter in her. <laughs> so you yeah, send w- your finger paintings in. Um. <laughs> I do. I went to F.O. Schwartz and I went to the Muppet What Not workshop where you can have your own Muppet made up. How much choice is there? Not a huge amount. There's like... Because obviously the one that you've colours. got looks like a... Yeah, a, a traditional Muppet. Yeah, well, there's different colours you could have Muppets. So I got a blue okay. one. And there's um, maybe 20 different hairstyles, 20 different mouths, 20 different But it's essentially the noses. same shape. You same couldn't shape. have like yeah. a fuzzy bear no. clone or something like that. No, well, no, there's slightly well, different well, shapes. Okay. And, and you can make them look different by having very different shaped noses and there's mouths and eyes. There's a lot of selection. There's a lot of different combinations. Do you get yeah. to choose their outfit? Yeah, you do. Because okay. I was torn between the plaid jacket, which I 
purchased or the yeah. leather biker jacket. In many that, ways, that it's, like the be- it's like the beginning of Skyrim. Is, it, is that why your <laughs> Muppet looks exactly the same this year? <laughs> yeah, see, this, none of us spotted when I got it made until I got a taxi up the street and the guy, the doorman that opened the door of my taxi said, oh, you got a Muppet as yourself. And I was like, no, I didn't. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, maybe I did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> no, it does look quite a lot like you. It's but, just the hair, I think. Yeah, it is the hair. Because yeah. he's got a massive round nose. And the blue complexion. The <laughs> 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 eyeballs that stick out the top of his head. He's a foot yeah. tall. It, it's, <laughs> it's not cool to blue up anymore. <laughs> you shouldn't do that anymore. Please so yeah, get no. a jacket like that and wear it. <laughs> like, both of you together. Like if you ever do video reviews again, just want the pair of you sat there wearing identical clothes. That's how we reinvent the junket. The Christmas, <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. No, I, I am really thinking about maybe if they do another Muppet junket in London, maybe using that to do the interviews. Yeah. Using... Well, have we got a name? We, we did put it on Facebook. If you oh, want to see God, what it looks was... like, it's on a, it's on the IGN Facebook. Yeah, which you'll find at uh, facebook.com forward slash IGN UK. But yeah, we put it on there yesterday. We've got about 70 different suggestions for names. Oh, God. A lot of them weren't really safe for work. So, um, <laughs> uh, But we will select a winner and you'll be you'll get nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apart from... Or maybe we'll send them a picture of, I don't know, Clip Banger. That's what he's called. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you were originally thinking of calling him Dougie. I was, yeah, after the Crystal Palace manager, Dougie Friedman. And also, I, I've made him kind of in bl- r- red and blue colours, which is the Palace colours. And I was thinking of getting him a little children's kit and putting him in the kit so he'd be a little Crystal Palace Muppet. Wow. Oh, wow. I put a lot of thought into this. But wow. Maybe too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> oh, wow. man. But you've already got another dolly on your desk called Doug. Yeah. I have. I've got Doug the dog, so <laughs> Doug and Dougie would be too much. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, enough of me. Also, Mario Kart 7, there was a big party last night that you guys went to. Yeah, there we, was. We, we had quite a good time, didn't we, Tom? We had a right laugh. You dressed up as Mario B- B- dressing up. Yeah. <laughs> bit of dressing well, up. I, I had to be Mario, obviously. Yeah, and we, I was like, <laughs> we have to have a picture taken. You have to be Mario, you're shorter. Because you're like a foot taller than me. <laughs> and, and our moustaches fell off mid-photo. You take, oh. basically went into a photo booth and it takes four pictures in succession. And in between um, pictures, our, our moustaches fell off. They did. It's a great hilarity. God damn them. But you know what? Some people were there who, and they were, their hats were like, yeah, leave them in the photo booth. People have their picture taken. And people were just taking them away and yeah, walking around them. the hats, walking around the club wearing them. And then we went back in the booth later on to get some more pictures. And there was one Mario hat and it was soaking wet. Sodden. And I was like, Mar- put it on. Put it on, Daniel. Um, uh, but I've got some celebrity stories for you. Mm, you them? Okay. A lot of good stuff. So the first one is, right, the club's not very busy and there's a VIP area with no people in it. And then all of a sudden, there's two people in it. There's Rufus Hound, the comedian, yeah. and he sits there for a good 15 minutes playing Mario Kart on his own in the VIP area. There's, bearing in mind, it's, it's exposed to the whole club. So it's, it's, just, like, it's just a rope. It's just a rope. Right. And then one of the girls who was in Two Shoes, who was one of the first acts eliminated from the X Factor, <laughs> oh was God. in there uh, with some guy who apparently was on a talent search show with Jordan, which I've not seen. Mm-hmm. And so... So there's these three sort of non-celebrities, <laughs> yeah. Rufus Hound, and so, but then they spot each other, and so they naturally have to go and sit next oh, to each yeah. other and chat, even yeah, though they've course. probably never met before. And everyone's watching them, <laughs> like some <laughs> weird experiment, <laughs> like they should be in a tank. Yeah. And who, who are they? I know, kind of recognise him. Let's stare at them. <laughs> Everyone else having a really good time on the dance floor, just looking at the people behind the rope. And was that they the the only celebrity? No, there, some, there was there was actually a, a proper celebrity there. Neil from the Inbetweeners was there. 
right. aka Blake Harrison. Uh, Did he, he recognise you? I didn't go and speak to him because oh. he was in the VIP again. It was like I could go stand by the rope and go, "Hi, Blake, how's it going?" But there was this really awkward moment because Nintendo Disco were playing and they were banging out some tunes, and he decided he wanted to get up and have a dance with some other celebrities. So he gets up, but everyone turns to watch to see if yeah. he does the dance. Of course, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. <laughs> Literally, everyone stood there going, "Is he going to do it? Is he going to do it?" But he didn't do it. He doesn't do oh, it. He doesn't like doing it. No. But that must be awful for him. <laughs> Anywhere he goes, he can't do dance the dance. Now. And then, and then a big celebrity. Who was that? Who you're a big fan of? You've got all her albums. Oh God. Oh yeah, that's nice. Alexandra Burke. So I took my girlfriend along and <laughs> she grabbed Alexandra Burke when she was leaving and went, oh yeah, my boyfriend loves your music. She got, he's got all your albums. And I'm just stood there going, <laughs> I don't know what to say. And I just took a picture of them both together. Wow. It was really weird. Amazing. Yeah. And, and also the world's, the world's hottest um, canopies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took a canopy. I didn't sexy? Yeah, no. <laughs> molten. I, I, I didn't judge the temperatures correctly. So I was basically just... Juggling this canopy <laughs> from hand to hand to mouth, taking a bite and then juggling it. It was, it was so hot. Oh, it was so it was, hot. It was like a cheesy tartlet. <laughs> Sounds like the best party ever. It was really good. good. It You're was both the surprisingly chipper though. On a Monday night as well. Yeah, I feel terrible. Monday no, night. I was going to say it was Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good night. <laughs> uh, but Mario Kart actually was the highlight for me. We were playing four player Mario Kart yeah, and it was really so good, wasn't much it? fun. So mm. much fun. So looking forward to getting more of that in the office. So, uh, well, that's out this week, isn't it? America? Yes, it is, it is. So, uh, we can talk a little bit more about that later on. But first, the charts. And uh, last week, well, um, Daniel, you made some predictions, didn't you? I did make some predictions, yeah. We didn't really. You just said it's going to be the same as last week. Yeah, but I predicted that it would stay the same. Wrong. <coughs> Call of Duty, number one. No surprises there. Assassin's Creed, no surprises, number two. But you said Skyrim. Yep. Where do you think Skyrim ended up? Fourth, it's only fourth. Yeah, and he dropped one place. Saints Row, Saints Row went into the like, top three. Did anyone see that coming? No. no. Do you see uh, THQ is- issued a press release saying that two two million people have been killed by the uh, big purple dildo in the game? Brilliant. <laughs> I think that's Amazing. I think it's down to that because it is advertised everywhere. It, yeah, it really is everywhere. The, the big like the marketing dildo. campaign is huge because I, I was speaking all the to game. The game. Oh, the game. I was speaking to a girl the other day. It was a bit. It was a bit weird. Obviously, weird. weird. <laughs> it was a big step. It was a what big, was it like? It was a big step. It's a big step for me. I usually just poke them and run away. Mm. That's a rapist. That's a weird turn of phrase, isn't it? Yeah. It's a cowardly rapist. <laughs> a rapist who doesn't face the consequences. Um, yeah, and she had no idea about games, but she said, "Oh, what's recently come out?" So I said, um, "There's a game called um, Saints Row," and she went, "Strap it on." She knew the tagline. Wow. Even though she t- doesn't knows nothing she about it. She was about saying yeah, yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> Get that kind of offer. It's like, yeah. whoa. I met her at this really weird dark club that I go to. Um, Exposed brick walls and chains. Yes. Torture guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's really, it's penetrated the mass consciousness. Ooh. I like it. I like oh, it. Dirty. But well done, THQ. Well yeah. done, THQ. You also predicted that Rayman would enter the charts at number six. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why did you do that? And then the, the, you said, what other game this out this week? Where do you think it would... Uh, I, I said the highest new entry, because I thought it would be WWE. I was a, I was a little bit wrong. Uh, it when, when did Rayman WWE. come out, Alex? Rayman didn't chart. <laughs> so, good Shit. predictions from Creeper there. The thing is, it's a decent game. Do you know it's, what? It's, it's a brilliant game. It's really good it should have just They should have held it back to, to next year. Yeah. It's... um. Looking through the charts, so WWE was the highest new entry, followed by Professor Layton at number seven. But like um, Lord of the Rings came in at number 35. Rayman not charting at all. Not good. 
does it? I mean, do, what do it, you put? Do you, what do you put that down to? Do you think there's just too many games, or do you think Rayman's just not a, a deal, I, a deal I've anymore? I've seen so little advertising for it in terms of awareness. The kind of review hit what two weeks ago? Yeah, maybe. Um, but I've seen a TV then, advert. Have you? Right? Yeah, but I haven't seen any sort of billboards or. Um, I just think there's too much stuff out there. Yeah. Does it? Uh, I mean. Is it a problem with the the schedule being overloaded with stuff? And does it does it? Uh, I can't even talk today. Is it uh, an argument for spreading games out more throughout, the year. throughout the year? I, I bet you, if Rayman came out in, well, I don't know, August or September, yeah, when they were very very quiet months, it would have, that would have definitely hit top. Certain 10, publishers no have doubt. done that. Like Darkness has gone back to next year. Mass Effect got out of the way. Even Mass yeah. Effect yeah. got out of the way. And I think Red Dead was a good example. A couple of years ago, it came out in May. Cleaned yep. up, dominated summer because there was yeah. nothing else out. Yeah, um, but no, it is a shame because you know, by all accounts, it's a great game, but didn't even touch the sides. It's got some incredible sound effects in that game and great slapping soundtrack soundtrack to it. Check it out. Check it out. Um, and then movie charts. Uh, Tom, did you make the movie? Yeah, I said there was going to be no changes, but I think I was wrong. Uh, well, the same thing. So Twilight, number one. Arthur Christmas, number two. So they stayed the same. But then Tintin, uh, that dropped to number four. And then My Week of Marilyn went into number three. Mm, That's quite surprising. Have you seen that, Chris? I haven't, but it seems to have got all good reviews. I've just got, I haven't gotten much interest in it. No. But um, uh, discerning viewers in the UK, I guess. Yeah. But there's a massive difference between two and three, though. Like, Arthur Christmas made two and a half, mi- two and a half million last week. Um, my Week of Marilyn made 750 grand. Mm. Big difference. It's really good, but I think uh, the British cinema is in a good place at the moment because the British film and three of the biggest films of the year are, Brit- are British yeah. films, aren't they? Harry Potter, In Between Us, and mm, maybe it's just those two, but I mean, Harry Potter, you could argue, isn't Well, really The King's British, Speech as well. The King's Speech, that's it. Sorry, yeah. they're the three biggest box office films of the year, so it's encouraging. So, what film do you think? Made the least amount of money. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> when you do this, uh, an African election that made <laughs> eight hundred and six pounds. Mocking. What? Mocking. Film. It's, it's presenting facts. Really? It's, mocking. it's presenting cruel, cruel uh, facts. And uh, a film called We Were Here made just over one thousand two hundred pounds, but obviously not that many people were there. Oh. <laughs> So anyway, we will come on to our predictions later in the show. And uh, uh, before that, let's head over to the news. Who's up first? Do you want a jingle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have, you got a new, have you got a news jingle? Um, so uh, I, don't, I didn't know whether or not to do anything, but I'm, I'm just going to go with uh, with this. Until you explain that story to me or the, the, the thing behind that. I just had no idea, but man, that's the best <laughs> thing in the world. Anyway, can, can we link to that in the uh, in maybe, the podcast? Maybe news we can. Story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Right. First, first bit of news is PlayStation might have its own version of Smash Brothers called Title Fight, which mm. will basically be bringing together all of PlayStation's most iconic characters and putting them in this kind of beat 'em up brawler kind of game. So Who wants like that? The, what, what? Me. Who wants that? Do you really want that? Mm. Do you think... I just <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I'll shrug my shoulders then, listeners. I think it starts out well. The fighters that are rumoured to be included are Kratos, Parappa the Rapper, Nathan Drake, Sly Cooper, Fat Princess, and Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. But the thing is... Some I of think, them make sense. But I think that's, that's indicative of How? my excitement because it starts off really well. Sackboy, Nathan Drake, that's interesting. I'd quite like to see that. 
as a as a face off, yeah. and then it kind of, you know, C- Colonel Reddick from Killzone. Uh, but I also a car I, from Motorstorm. Yeah. <laughs> It, just, it, yeah. it would look ridiculous with Kratos fighting Rapper the Rapper. Kratos against Sackboy. I think that's, Kratos has got to be a boss there, hasn't he? That weird. is funny. He'll have to be a boss. But I, just don't, I just think the roster will be weak overall, do you not think? Um, it, but fighting games do tend to have to have a big roster nowadays, don't they? Yeah. Marvel really versus Capcom. Compete, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could see it as a downloadable title, maybe, but... You just think they will be scraping the barrel of it. Depends entry. how much kind of crossover they have, though, because even like Final Fantasy has got a costume from Assassin's Creed in it. In yeah, Final I Fantasy. wonder whether they can use whether it's just Sony exclusive characters. That seems to be what they're going for. But you should want to mix it up a bit and have be great. To, yeah, like yeah. Ezio in there. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that would happen. But that's it, just but a the, it works with Smash Brothers though, because Nintendo have a huge yeah you know, exactly roster of characters, of like a pantheon of characters. Yeah. yeah. But um, and all their characters because they're all kind of in keeping with the Nintendo style. Yeah, they all so work they sit well next to yeah. each other. Whereas, like you were saying, there's quite a lot of disparity. Rapper the rapper, <laughs> paper thin pooch. Well, I'd love to see him. <laughs> paper thin pooch. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite work of genius. Which, again, we'll talk about later on. Uh, Batman news. Yeah. So the um, upcoming six-minute IMAX prologue. Um, is going to screen before Mission Impossible 4 this Christmas from December 21st. You're not going to talk about what's in it, are you? No. That's good. Spoilers. Um, All I'll say is its focus is on the introduction of Bane. Yeah. Mm. At the beginning of the film. And there's a really, I think, spoiler-filled what they think is the going to take place in the prologue but I'm not refusing to read it no well Tom's read it but I, read I, it, yeah. I refuse to read it I think it's only at selected IMAX am I right in thinking yeah it's only going to be in theatres with a proper film projector no digital that's what the guy tweeted oh. so you've got to make sure it's a proper 70mm projection otherwise you won't get to see it and I think so, that includes London BFI IMAX Bradford's Manchester well. yeah um, but I think there's only five of them Manchester's my favourite IMAX have you ever been that's the, it's much better than the one at the BFI why? Um, at the BFI, you sit so far away that it doesn't feel... It's more immersive in Manchester. You're almost at level with the screen. Right. And it slightly feels like it's wrapping around you. So mm. it dominates your entire field of vision. Whereas at the IMAX in London, I feel like I'm still just looking at a massive screen. Mm. See, my problem with the IMAX in London, though, is unless you sit right far at the back, it's you're almost too close and you're literally having to move your head to see different parts of the screen. Well, it sounds like Daniel Krupa likes that. I like that. like that. I yeah. like that. I'm with you though. I sit at the back. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd rather be in the middle somewhere. It has to dominate your peripheral all the way to the peripheral. Yeah. Vision, so this I means think, we can't sit together. We can go together. Sit different Thanks for that. I'm never having popcorn from you again. Anyway, Chris. After last time. Oh yeah. What happened? Well, it cut the trick. Spat cheese at him. Little Chris did. So you've you've read the prologue though. Yes. If that's what it is true. Yeah. Does it sound good? Sounds great. Sounds really good. Like they did the Dark Knight. Uh, prologue yeah and that was great and this sounds like it's going to be yeah. equally as cool it just so, sounds like um, that he's changing significantly Bane's origin from the comics and we're getting a proper oh, really? trailer as well before that's Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes that's going to be attached to Sherlock Holmes in the States that's, so, ex- that's going to be really soon then yeah yeah. when's that movie out? is that for Christmas that's for Christmas as yeah. well we're s- when are we seeing we're seeing Mission Impossible next Friday so I don't yeah, know if I don't think we'll have it I, I, I asked already there. it's not going to be there I'm still excited about maybe when we see Sherlock Holmes we'll see the trailer yeah. yeah so we'll keep you posted people exciting time and there's also a trailer for Hobbit coming apparently this Christmas yeah, yeah. so well, that's very exciting, exciting stuff 
Uh, apparently, there's a new uh, Dead Space first-person shooter in development. That's according to Kotaku, who uh, has a source that revealed plans to develop the franchise a bit further. So, uh, not only an FPS, but also a Dead Space flight game. But I don't know, maybe like Wing Commander. And then also an Uncharted-style game. I think it's a bit sad because... Flogging it to death. Yeah, well, a couple of years ago when Dead Space came out, it was kind of a, a nice success story because it was at a time when everyone else was releasing Guitar Hero 9 and Call of Duty. Well, I'm still getting a Call of Duty every year. So EA published something original. Yeah. And it did well. Yeah. And now they're bleeding it dry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sounds like it mm. anyway. Well, that's it. They've already done what uh, comics, animated films. They've done books. Wii versions. The Wii and PS3, uh, PS Move version yeah. extraction. Um, and there's obviously Dead Space Three is also supposedly in the works as well. Well, he's definitely in the works. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't think the franchise is big enough to kind of support all of those. Like, people like Dead Space, but, I would, like you Dead really, Space, but I'd, I'd... would you really buy an Uncharted style adventure? Dead Space Adventure, as well no, as well, the game, as well as an <laughs> FPS, and as well as a, a flight sim. Yeah. Oh, Dead Space Harrier. Like That'd it. be good, wouldn't it? I like it. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Isaac Clarke, he should be in the the title fight game. Yes. Yeah. He'd be good. be good. Yeah. With his pl- plasma cutter. cutter. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, anyway, listeners, do you like Dead Space? Would you like to see more Dead Space games? Or is Let it enough know. now? IGN UK feedback, IGN.com. And then final piece of news, Tom. Uh, yes, so this broke sort of la- very uh, end of last week after the podcast came out, and it was just that uh, more Skyfall news, so that uh, Ben Wishaw, who we knew was going to be in the film, he's been confirmed as Q, mm. marking a return for the character uh, after a 10-year absence. So last time we saw him, it was played by John Cleese. Um, it's not really the same character, it's just the head of the Q branch. It's been yeah. qu- quite a mass... Quatermaster? Quatermaster. 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 <laughs> yeah. So this um, is the first time Q's been younger than Bond. Yeah. Uh, and he, I think it's a great choice. It's almost he's really, really good. It's really almost in keeping character. with what we said when we went to the press conference that we didn't know his character name and we don't know Albert Finney's just because we might recognise them. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know whether it's the same is going to happen with Ray Fiennes. Yeah. That they're going to like release them at certain points. Yeah. I would say smart because they could have just uh, uh, shot their load all in one go and and given all the information then, but they yeah. haven't. And where would people know Ben Wishaw from? Um, so I Perfume. saw him most recently in The Hour. Mm-hmm. Um, He's in Perfume. Yeah. Which is a pretty interesting movie. I first became aware of him in Nathan Barley. Well, this is what I think now. In Nathan Barley, he played a somewhat geeky character. And Q sounds like he'll be geeky in this. Do you think Do you James think Bond will electrocute his nuts? <laughs> <laughs> like he gets done in Nathan Marley. I like the, I like the bit where he jumps <laughs> out the window. Uh, so imagine, imagine, imagine if that happens. Uh, this is what we were expecting from Sam Mendes. <laughs> Just like really zany off the he's wall mass- screwball comedy. He's a massive Pingu fan. <laughs> but people, if you haven't seen Nathan Barley, go and watch it. Oh my God, it's one of the best sitcoms ever made. Mm. It is so good. So good. So we like that. So we do good like Good casting. That. Good, good stuff. So, trade of the week. Uh, we've got quite a big feature coming up next week called One Hundred. Well, I can't even say <laughs> one, Top One Hundred Gaming Moments. And wow! Exclusive reveal what, on the IGN UK podcast. Absolutely, and it's what we've been pouring our heart and souls into for the past kind of two months or so. And uh, IGN UK's very own Stuart Reed has put a teaser trailer together, which we are going to watch right now.
Well, that was great, wasn't it? That was. Oh, so, well done, Stu. Big, big hand <laughs> clap for Stuart Reed for putting together such a, an awesome teaser trailer. And, uh, well, the that's got That's got proper music in it and everything. It has got proper music. Proper Her, music. Her, that was a wedding, wedding present, I believe. Who is that? Interstate 5, uh, by the wedding present, like yeah. Alex just said. <laughs> no, but who, who are wedding present? I have no idea. Stu's from the 80s. Are they? Oh, mm. Should we be talking about this? Do we have... The rights to this music. Yeah, yeah we yes. do have the rights to it. We, we, we stumped we, up the cash. We paid for the rights. We bought. Yeah. Stu even got doing in contact with the guy who wrote the song. He yeah. what? He signed it off. The guy who wrote the song. Yeah. How did we get in touch with him? <laughs> Stu knows it. Wireless. Maybe have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really intrigued. No, he actually contacted the record label and he said, did, "Can yeah. we use yeah. it?" And they yeah. said, "Yes." Or or just contact the. Uh, the guy he said, there. "Yes." Stu just downloaded it from Pirate Bay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, you can check out that teaser uh, on the site right now, and the feature goes live on Monday. Mm. So, which is leads it? us on to talking point, which is kind of what does make a really good gaming moment. Daniel Krupa. Well, just to set the scene, we're, we're sitting, we record the podcast in our gaming room and to get all the gaming moments, we've um, basically been bringing in every bit of gaming equipment that we've acquired Ever. over the last 20 years. So I've, I'm sat next to a box of Nintendo controllers, <laughs> so Wiimotes, and I've got N64 controllers that have very sticky pads and keys. Sticky buttons. But um, great gaming moments when I've been going through the list is, I, a lot of my favorite moments are nostalgic ones. So ones that bring back certain points in my life. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Totally. so the Ocarina one instantly evokes memories of being a kid and playing Zelda on Christmas Day. Yeah. So as much as that is a great gaming moment independently, it's very much tied up with my first experiences of playing Zelda. Yeah. Well, a lot of them just kind of bring, as you say, kind of memories, but also emotions as well. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like... Because there's quite a stark contrast from games that look amazing and the moment is just how spectacular they look. But then there's just moments where it's just pivotal and that was a moment w that has pretty much you know, uh, influenced every other game since. Mm. Like, quite... like Dungeon Master was mine and you know, at the time that was just kind of a pretty good um, role-playing game. But apparently it was the first game to have XP. Like, the more your characters use stuff, you, your XP increases and you get better at using those things and that kind of stuff, which obviously we all take for granted these days. Yeah, I think um, that's a really good list because there's some, like you're saying, some really dramatic ones, some really sort of technologically, yeah, they're landmarks. There's ones, ones that have become memes, yeah, that have had a, like this independent life, like Pac-Man moments, yeah, and there's there's ones that are just really exciting, yeah. Like I remember playing Resident Evil Four for the first time, and when you're in the village and the guy just appears out of nowhere with a chainsaw running towards you, yeah, and you shit yourself, and he's properly hard, <laughs> he's as well. really hard, yeah. What, so, what was the process for 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 whittling down every game that's ever been created to getting 100 moments that you think we just we sent out. Uh, sort of an email and we kind of crowdsourced all the IGN yeah. editors everyone just like threw down on paper it was basically yeah we, we threw it open to everyone who works at IGN to say right you know if you had to pick your top gaming moments what are they Got a, I think we ended up with probably you know 140 maybe and then it was just a process of going back and forth and t getting it down to 100 but then the, the tougher process was actually ordering them yeah. Um, but I think we've got a list that's pretty goddamn good now. Of course, you're never going to please everybody. There will some people say, "Only tax because it's not number one," <laughs> and they can do that, and that's fine. But they're wow. wrong. Yeah. So, were there any moments? I guess we're not going to go into detail of what's on the list, but were there any moments that you thought would go in, and then when you look back at it, it wasn't as good as you remembered? 
I'll be honest with you, a lot of them were way better than I remembered mm. because obviously it wasn't just a case of like writing about them from memory. We had to go through and, and video capture a lot of this stuff. And there were some moments that I remember being pretty good. Um, but then actually when you watch them again, it's like, fuck me, that's really, really good. Like the opening for God of War 3 mm. uh, again. Oh, wow. That might be on there, might not. <laughs> um, like, yeah, when you watch that teaser trailer, you're just like, oh, you quite like to go back and play a lot of those yeah. games yeah. and experience them again. It's been that long since yeah, yeah, yeah. played them. Yeah, It's been really fun in the office seeing a lot of these games being played as well because they're games that uh, there's a, a huge gap in my sort of memory of a lot of those games. And the, like the Star Wars game, the, the very old arcade game, yeah, okay. like not, I've never, never even played really? that. Never played that. Right. And just playing it like on a on an emulator was and, amazing. And finding yeah. out that Stuart Reed's really good. Yeah. At games that were released in the seventies. Yeah. In sixties. In sixties. Um so anyway, that will go that feature will go live on the site on Monday. Uh obviously we'll be counting down from one hundred and then one number one will be revealed on Friday. So twenty a day, yeah. But I think it's gonna be great for opening up some debates on the site as well Absolutely, with people yeah. people um messaging us their their personal favourites yeah. that because sometimes a personal one is very different to what yeah. a more general one that we'd put in the hundred. Yeah. Definitely. Well that's it. It'd be good like this time next week, it'd be good to kind of talk on the podcast by which point we would have unveiled most of them, but get people sending in what they think are their kind of top gaming moments so we can discuss Yeah, that and why it's special to you, yeah. yeah. Mm. Are you going to explain sort of the criteria for... Because, I mean, you didn't have multiple moments from one game, did you? The, r- the rule was one moment per game, two per franchise, but uh, certain... Fran- well, that we, we didn't really impose yeah. that because... There's too many from certain franchises yeah. without being too specific. Yeah, yeah. There is, yeah. You can not include more than one from. It, Zelda. it was the same game. criteria, yeah. pretty much, that we used on the movie. Okay. Where we but didn't yeah. want all moments from Godfather and Star yeah, Wars. Exactly. Which, yeah. You could do. Yeah. But but yeah, picking picking that one moment that defines you, that game. You could have ten Zelda moments. Yeah. Quite easily, I think. But so, yeah. yeah, let us know. IGN UK feedback IGN.com or Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash IGN UK. And Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash IGN UK. That's it. Come and be our friend. Like us. God damn it, Leroy. It's time for Listener FU. <laughs> <laughs> and just to say, Alex has now departed. He's dead. He's died. <laughs> <laughs> He's shuffled off this mortal coil. And so we should kick off with someone saying a few words about the great loss. He was alright, wasn't he? <laughs> Whatevs. Right, who's got the first bit? Uh, I have got um, a selection of uh, bits for the first section. So last week we went jingle crazy. We even called the podcast Jingle Overload and um, we got a huge response on the, um, on the feedback. So I just wanted to say thanks. There. I have, it seemed like you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. <laughs> uh, Mitchell McEwen wrote in and said, it's a long time listener. He's listened to the first episode and it's also the first time he's written in. And he's written in because he enjoyed last week's show so much it made him laugh out more than any other before. Um, he thinks it's much more interesting than having set jingles for segments. So in your face, Alex, in your um, face. I th- yeah, but I wasn't on last week, so I don't see how it could have been the funniest one. Funniest wow. podcast ever. That's, re- that's a really weird thing to say. I know. So let's... Um, he's from Brisbane, Australia, so I'm going to add the pin to the map. But he also said, what's your favourite controller of all time and why? Um, GameCube controller, Wavebird. Yeah, first um, wireless controller. I might be wrong on that, but that's the first one I remember having that didn't have a wire. It's amazing. I remember going outside and playing in my garden, looking through my front window. (laughs) 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 I don't know why. Of course you did. Works, but of course you did. Go upstairs, Mum. Is it still working? Yeah, can't see it. 
I'm not, I'm not doing well. I'm up the street. <laughs> no, it doesn't work anymore. But stay there. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, the current Xbox controller. It's pretty I, good. I think isn't it's it? pretty much it's a pinnacle of controllers. I Perfect think. triggers. Yeah. Um, so that's Mitchell. Uh, an email here from uh, Nathan Woods, who said the last episode was superb and it's the most hilarious you've ever done. But please go o- uh, easy on the spoilers next time. So apologies if yeah, we, we spoiled yes. Arkham City for you when Joker. Oh. I'm going to spoil it for you. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Matthew Evans, a friend of the show, wrote in. He said, I heard you were looking for jingles. So the power, by the power of water and glass, my voice, and a really cheap microphone, I have made you one. I don't expect you to enjoy it. So let's have a listen, shall we? Are you ready for this, Chris? I, I've heard it. I didn't enjoy it. I don't want to hear it again. Okay. Um, so let's <laughs> take that back. See what you... Right, here we go. Have you heard... Oh, my God. What?! What's that thing at the beginning? I don't know. It sounds like a little kid from the bread. I'm gonna have to try that again. Have you not heard it before, Tom? I have. Have you heard? Oh my god! What? Are these, uh, is he doing several in one? I say charts. I don't know. I don't know. But thanks for taking the time to do yeah. that. <laughs> Thank you. Matthew. Thank you. Um, you're always welcome to send your own podcast jingles in if you like. Um, I've got an email from Red, and he says, after hearing you talk about community last week. Did you talk about community last week? We mentioned it. How did that come up? I don't know. I thought it was shows that we're watching or new. I think. I don't recall talking <laughs> about the community. But... <laughs> Stuart and Kezer had an argument about Dexter. Maybe we were talking about American okay. TV. Yeah, I haven't heard the podcast yet. So I don't... anyway, he said, "I just wanted to say that I've been watching it for a while and would recommend it to anyone. I'd also like to give you a couple of other recommendations of American sitcoms that might not be getting much notice in the country. Uh, firstly, Parks and Recreation, which is a show like The Office, and also It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I'd agree. I've watched both them, and I think they're both really funny. Who's in Parks and Rec? Is Aziz and Zari in? Yeah, Parks and, Rec? and uh, Rashida Jones and Amy Poehler." Is oh the main yeah, girl yeah. In it. Okay, and that's funny in a kind of office style, uh, and it's always sun- funny. Sunny in Philadelphia is really funny. It's 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 peopled by really horrible individuals in it. That all the characters are horrible, and that's I, I love comedy like that. Cool. And um, a couple that I would recommend are a party down and workaholics. They haven't come here, but I thought they were both really funny. And also, if you're not watching bored to death, you should be. It's on Sky Atlantic. I've heard a lot about that. Yeah, it's good. It's not that laugh out loud funny, but it's just it's really good. Yeah, it's Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, know. yeah, Ted Danson, Zach Galifianakis, and Jason Schwartzman. Mm. Sounds good. So Check yeah, it out. Check good it stuff. Um, next bit of feedback is from Steve Michaels. Um, last week we were talking. Alex was talking about um, the cover for Barbarian on his yeah. Commodore sixty four, <laughs> and Alex described the really hard looking man on the front cover as um, Arnie. Um, in fact, it was Wolf from Gladiator. <laughs> Really? It was actually Wolf from Gladiators, and Steve just wanted to show this little bit of trivia about Wolf from Gladiators. Um, once he was asked on the show what his favourite film was, can you guess what it was? Bambi. Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> Big Trek fan. So, Big Trekkie. Thanks, so, Steve. So, Wolf's from my hometown. Really? And yeah, I used to get the bus uh, from outside Wolf's gym quite often in Hayes, and uh, yeah, he'd always be standing outside his gym, yeah. just kind of... Was Being it him wolf. that got into trouble ah. recently, though? Ooh. He got into trouble a while ago. A lot of the gladiators yeah. have gone off the rails. Yeah, he got, he got, yeah it was... Uh, it's all, that, all those steroids. It's steroids. 
tiny. Who was your favourite? Tiny raisin balls. Oh, Jet. Uh, Jet. Do you want to you know something about Jet? Go on. Um, Jet was my girlfriend's PE teacher. Get out. Yes. Diane wow. Udale. How, how good's that? She's now got a PhD. She's a psychologist. Wow. A psychiatrist. Amazing. Like Amazing fact. Um, I have an email from Chalty. Uh, he says, uh, it was, I was a bit surprised you completely skipped over the fact that it was GameCube's 10th year anniversary pretty much the same week as the Xbox. Uh, he didn't opt for the Xbox at the time. He went for the Black Lunchbox and never looked back. Uh, he said he loved Mario, Zelda, Smash Brothers, Resident Evil 4, Eternal Darkness, and Metroid Prime. Um, and he likes how Nintendo didn't have to remind us with donuts. <laughs> I love the GameCube. It's one of my favourite consoles. Yeah. A handy little... It had a handy handle. It had a handle. You can carry it to your friend's house. Brilliant. <laughs> no, it just didn't have as many games as the PlayStation. It didn't have that huge library of games, but yeah. all those games are amazing still. And I guess the thing was that the Xbox is still going, so it was a, and it's an anniversary of the beginning yeah. of Xbox rather yeah. than a, the, 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 the console that came out. Yeah. Um, but uh, Eternal Darkness is a game I've been reading about because uh, it, might, it may or may not be in the... Maybe. Gaming moments, but um, well, that sounds is. like an amazing game. It is a great game. It sounds so good. You, can, you know, you can play it on your Wii, sir. Really? Yeah, take it home over Christmas. Oh, I might do that. I might do that. Um, so, sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. just doing a bit of research. So, Barbarian on the Commodore 64 came out in 87, and Gladiator started in 92. Yeah. It was still the same guy, though. Same guy. That's what he was doing before. Yeah, he was a bodybuilder. Right. And he just appeared on the cover. Oh, I look at the co- look at the cover. Yeah, I am. That's what I'm doing. Good. Good. I'm <laughs> <quite> excited. <laughs> Go on, carry on. <laughs> and this bit of feedback is from Nathan Podiapen. Excellent. That's how you pronounce it. And he's from Mauritius. Wow, that's does, quite an exotic. Does anyone know where that, that is? Mauritius. Yeah. Is it in the Indian Ocean? Um. Uh, well, you carry on while I look for the. Um, right. He's from Mauritius. He says my first console was a Famicom. But the game mm. which influenced me the most is a PC game, Outcast. Anyone know about it? And no. then there's one. Does anyone know about <laughs> no. it? I don't know. <laughs> do, do, do you? I've never heard of Outcast. And then he's just tagged on a little question at the end. Oh, and if you ever learned that you were immortal, even when your head is chopped off, what would be your next move? <laughs> so if you were immortal and your head got chopped off, what would you do? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is he asking that? Or is he, is that, isn't that just a clause in. For example, if I knew I was immortal and I couldn't die, I would probably um, throw myself off a building just to test it. But then you might spend the rest of your life with broken legs and broken arms and a broken neck. But I, I, th- I, do think the more, I think the more pressing well, question is... Immortal doesn't mean you can't break your legs and arms and neck. Good shout. I think the more pressing <laughs> question... Did I, I, think the, I, I do think the more pressing <laughs> question is, if you... If, <laughs> <laughs> brain damage <laughs> just live forever forever oh, oh god no what but <laughs> don't do it Tom don't do it <laughs> what if you were immortal and you got your head chopped off what um, would you do I guess you'd have like, to have some sort of um Sony 3D this viewer is, <laughs> this is an interesting question there's a game coming out next year called Never Dead from Konami and I saw it at Gamescom, and you are immortal, and if you sustain, take damage, your body starts to fall apart, and you can get basically down to just your head. <laughs> and in order to like sort of um, restore your energy, you have to roll around as a head until you find your arm, and then the arm <laughs> sticks to the head, and then wow. you've got to find your torso, and That's you slowly really build your character back up again. That's really good. That sounds good. Yeah, it does look really exciting. It's a really good trailer. I'll show it you later. So, I've done a bit of research. Go on. 
And uh, that was indeed Wolf on the cover. But another another one for fact fans, certainly of my age, is that he's standing over a woman with huge boobies, and that's Maria Whitaker. Ooh, a very famous page three model from the eighties. Share it then. Let's have a look. <laughs> nice, nice. Wow. Um, I think we found our podcast image for the week. Yeah, <laughs> if Rayman had that cover. <laughs> and Wolf's number one. Wolf was really born in Bombay, India. Ah, so that's good to know. <laughs> And it says he now resides in Wolf's gym. I doubt he resides in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. Brilliant. Right. Resides. Um, I've got a message here from Marlow. He says, hi, my name is Marlow and I'm from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Oh, where's that? Is it Canada? Canada. East Coast. Okay. And he says, uh, he has two questions. Uh, what do you guys think of the PS Vita? And when do you think the PS4 and Xbox 720 will come out? Uh, we like the Vita. Well, yeah, we talked about that on last week's podcast quite, at quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Xbox 720. Well, there's there's rumours that it'll be unveiled at E3 next year. I don't know anything about that. I don't have any inside information. I, think, I don't think we're going to see it until... I don't even think we'll get an announcement next year. I don't think there's any need. There's no need. If you um, look at... Because Halo 4 is coming out next Christmas, right? Yeah. Why would you... Upstage, uh, upstage your biggest property by announcing a new console for what is going to be a defunct console. Yeah, we look, new well, game. Well, Nintendo kind of did that this year when they showed HD Zelda. Yeah. And this Christmas, buy Skyward Sword. Yeah. And as good as Skyward Sword is, you want that other Zelda. You want the HD Zelda. Yeah. It's incredible. So I think a couple of years because they're still developers are still getting more and more out of these consoles. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a new SKU though next year. Yeah. I yeah. think they get another price drop as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not for a while, I don't think. PlayStation 4, probably not far up. But I reckon... Still a couple of years at least, yeah. I think. There you go. Was there another question? Yeah. No, I mean, on that that guy's email. Yeah, also, when do you think the PS4 oh, and Xbox yeah. 720 will come out? Ah, I see, I see. There you go. All done? Yeah. <laughs> go I have another email. Um... And this person says, I'm just writing into you guys to thank you for doing these podcasts. My house recently got burgled and I lost pretty much all of my computer stuff apart from my iPod. And you guys helped me get through it. Ah, oh, what a nice email. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Have you ever been burgled? No. I got burgled once and it was a horrible experience. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I feel for you, man. Glad yeah, you sorry about that. But And thanks for um, sending us your address and we'll put that in the podcast story. <laughs> <laughs> No, we won't. No, we won't. That was not very funny. Um, anyone? Anything else? This that is really, this that was really bad. Okay, this is what happens when Alex goes away. It all falls apart. Uh, okay, final bit of feedback is from Ollie Maynard. He says, have you noticed the striking resemblance between Dan Kilby and Pat Sharp? He's currently in <laughs> I'm a Celebrity. Can you, you guys see it? You sent round. It is brilliant. It is yeah. brilliant. Um, I don't think um, they've ever been in the same room at the same time. So Dan it could does be have him. a fun house. Though. Yeah, and he mm. was in Australia. So. And they both slightly great on me. <laughs> <laughs> slightly. So let's get to next week's chart predictions. Uh, let's kick off with games. Uh, Daniel, what's coming out next week? Next week is nothing. <laughs> Apparently Mario Kart's out, though. Nothing, I didn't realize. Really. Yeah, You've written nothing. I've written nothing. Mario Kart's out today on yeah. the 3DS, which is, which is great. So... Um, Am I doing the predictions this week? I did games thus. You should do games. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Okay, so what was the charts this week? Oh, it's here, isn't it? It's Call of Duty. Right, Call of Duty number one. Bang. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Revelations, 
number two. Mm-hmm. Bang. Uh, and I'm going to say that I think FIFA 12 might move up and go for number three. Oh, just because I think it's Christmas. Towards Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week for yep. Christmas presents. So, yeah, that's my predictions. Call of okay. Duty, Assassin's Creed. Where's FIFA Mario 12. Kart going to come? Mario Kart will chart at number eight. Good shout. Yeah. Uh, films? I will do movies. So, the movies coming out. Uh, the next week are Hugo, The Thing, and Happy Feet 2. Um, I've only seen one of them. You've seen one of them, Daniel. Yeah, we, we went to see Hugo together. We saw Hugo we? together. Liked it. <sighs> Appreciated it, I think. Didn't, we didn't really enjoy it, though, did we? It was a, 3D was amazing. The story was a bit slow. Yeah, it was just... It was kind of weird because... It What's it about? I don't know. It starts off being this kind of whimsical fairy tale story about this little boy and then midway through it kind of turns into a documentary about the origins of cinema <laughs> yeah yeah wow. it really does it it's pretty this, much this love letters to cinema and George Melier and the Lumiere brothers and the train arriving at the station and it's it changes because I, I didn't know that was going to happen did you no so no I'd avoided spoilers it's, it's a very strange thing so is it a good family film no I don't think it's a family film really <sighs> It's a weird one. I'd be in, I'd be interested to get some kid opinions on it because to me it looks like it would be quite boring and quite serious and quite grown up for a child. But I don't want to be patronising and maybe kids will really appreciate it and find the imagery magical. Exciting, yeah, maybe, yeah. But for me, I was just thinking if I was eight years old watching this, I'd be frigging bored right now. What, what, yeah. was, what was the point of Ray Winston and Jude Law? They're in it for a combined running time of what thirty seconds. Agreed, and they don't really make much difference. To I've heard the best thing about it is that Jude Law gets burnt alive. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's harsh on Jude. I quite like him. No, no, you really hate him. Bit. Yeah, oh. no, he's all right. Um, but it's got some of the best three D I've ever seen. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the thing, the thing we thought was okay. They've not screened for critics here yet. I don't they think, have, they but have, it's been lunch. It's been too lunch. T- well, first one they cancelled, then the second one was at lunchtime on yeah. a Monday, and it's like we didn't bother going. We didn't bother going. Um, and Happy Feet too. Well, I'm one of the few people that liked Happy Feet, so I'm quite want to see that. But um, so but yeah, my prediction for next week, I'm going to say the Happy Feet two is going to go in at number one. I'm going to say Twilight will be number two, and Hugo number three. Okay. That's how I'm calling it. Strong Although I may bit. have totally messed that up with Arthur Christmas still being around. But yeah, there we go. So uh, have we got any plugs, Mr. Tommy? Corporate plugs, Tom? Uh, we do, we do. Um, uh, next week, um, obviously, we'll be premiering 100 Greatest Game yeah, so Moments. It's 20, it's 20 moments a day, so 100 to 80 on Monday and so on until Friday. And that's the big reveal of what is number one. And please read it, because we work really hard on it. Oh, my God. I've never seen people getting so stressed out, but also enjoying it, doing it so so I've been calm. It's it's, it's crazy. Uh, Keza, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we love you, Keza. Um, But, uh, yeah, so what can they expect? There's going to be a write-up for each one. There's going to be a video for each one. Yeah, we've written quite a lot of them, and it's basically... So each moment will... um, You'll have video capture. You'll be able to re-watch the moment, and beneath it is a kind of a description of why it's important or why it's meaningful, you know, why it's great, rather than just the description. So, yeah, each, each moment has that. And for number one... For number one, we even actually have the person who was involved in making the moment talking about said moment. Ooh, I didn't know that. Which wow. Is quite, which is quite cool. That's really cool. Uh, so that starts on Monday. Um, uh, if you want to win a laptop, we're currently giving away a laptop on uh, IGN. Uh, it's for the launch of Transformers 3 on DVD and Blu-ray. 
Um, so all you need to do is search for win a Lenovo laptop with IGN Transformers 3 and you'll be able to find the competition. Basically, what you have to do is like us on Facebook and tell us which Transformer you'd like to be your best friend. Oh. Ah. Which Transformer would you like to be your best friend? Optimus Prime. Ob- obviously. Obviously. What about you, Chris? Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Hunter doing whitely for me. Um, so yeah, do that. You've got until next Saturday, I think, the next Friday to enter. So um, yeah, it's a really, it's a top spec uh, laptop. So uh, that's pretty cool. Mm. But then more importantly, it's the big one. It's the big one. What's happening? Meet and greet. Read a meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the special time of year where Christmas is happening. And we want to tidy the office a bit, so we've got loads of shit to give away. <laughs> no, we want you to come and hang out with us. Uh, we're going to be going to the Bloomsbury Tavern pub in uh, central London, right near our office. We're going to be there for about 7 o'clock onwards. Uh, come down. You don't have to RSVP. Just turn up. Even if you don't know anyone that's into IGN or into gaming, just come down, because everyone you'll meet will be lovely. Um, we're going to play. If you've got 3DS, bring it along. We're going to have some copies of Mario Kart to play with. Yeah, we'll have our 3DSs there, so you can street pass with us. And are we think we're going to might record the Christmas special podcast? We might do. Uh, I don't know if we might do that earlier on in the day and then carry on. Get we won't have room in there. No, we'll see. We'll see. Mm. But anyway, come down. We've got Nintendo have given us four copies of Mario Kart th- uh, th- for 3DS to give away and a Super Mario Land 3DS 3D Land bundle. Fuck, I can't talk today. A bundle to give away. Cool. Uh, so even if you and don't we, have a 3DS, we do have come lots. Down. Like not to spoil it, but we've got some really good. Th- Limited editions to give away from various games. It's the biggest games of the year. Yes, yes, we do. Um, and you'll get to hang out with us, which, which is the best. Which is the best bit, yeah. Oh, and we get to hang out with you. Um, so that's it. That's it for this the week's times. Show. Yeah, I think that's it. Should we end with a jingle? Always Yay. end with a jingle. Um, I don't know which one to go for. Who are you, Tom? Uh, <laughs> right. Oh God, I should have thought this one. Too. Jingle bells. We should use jingles on the Christmas podcast and then jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Working? That was a shit Christmas film. <laughs> Did you get a Turbo Man that year? I'm gonna I'm gonna post my ten favorite Christmas movies this afternoon. What's number one? It's One for Life. Classic. Elf's not far up behind though. I do again. I do again. That was it. Shut up. <laughs> That's not a jingle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> giving people what they want. To <laughs> God damn it, Leroy. Uh, I think Leroy needs something from it. Oh my god, he just ran in. God damn. I don't think you can cast with that shit. (laughs) Okay, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'm going to knock one out while we watch it. You do it. A bit long because it's only 30 seconds long. (laughs) (laughs) Climber two. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand-friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. 
You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.